welcome. You have stumbled upon a What We've Been Watching episode of Yes Mother. We've been gone a long time, and so we've watched a lot of shows, and we didn't tell anyone we were doing this, because we just didn't. Lots of reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, well, this is Sue and M. I'm M. I'm Sue. And we're just going to talk about some stuff, I guess. It's been a long time. We're rusty. Yeah, we're rusty. We feel bad. We waited so long, but eh, it life. got weird. <laughs> <laughs> Emily got the flu like eleven times. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have had the worst bouts of. Well, it's not the flu. It's been colds, but like laryngitisy, horrible colds. Yeah. Yeah. We've both had some laptop issues. Eh, you know, just stuff. But here we are. Here we are. Hopefully. Those <laughs> <Plus> bows <laughs> decides to rear his ugly head. <laughs> um, so what we decided to do, and I don't know if this is how it's going to actually work out, but we were like, it's been so long. We've watched so many things that uh, we're just, let's each of us just pick five things. And then we were like, okay, we have got a lot of overlap. So now we're just going to discuss some things we wanted to discuss that we've both watched, and then we'll both have a couple things that the other one hasn't watched that we can tell each other about, and you, who is listening. Yes, exactly. Because, I mean, we haven't podcasted in a long time, but... I think during that time, I don't know, have I seen you, like, maybe twice? (laughs) I know, it's, yeah, we've lived separate lives. (laughs) We haven't even really talked to each other during this time, so it's time, it's, yeah. So, so how are (laughs) you? Oh, you know, good. Good. Can't complain, just regular life. Yep. Got school Same. going on. Got um, I've been reading a lot. In fact, I've been oh, nice. reading a lot more than I've been watching stuff lately. Oh, cool. B and I did this little uh, Rory Gilmore book challenge. <laughs> oh yeah, I've I've seen you guys talk about it a little bit on Facebook. And by did I mean doing? Basically, it's like a book challenge where you read every book that Rory Gilmore is seen reading or talks about. That list is like 330 <laughs> or 40 books. <laughs> and from the list, I've read 87 and B's read like 20. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to give myself a little less of an advantage. I am rereading anything I haven't read in the last like 10 years. So if I read it in high school or something, it doesn't count. Because I'm counting Anna Karenina because it's so long. (laughs) I would count that too. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not counting War and Peace because I'm not even sure I finished it. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it again. I did it. I loved it. Yeah, I liked it too, but I don't yeah. have a I I don't have a clear remembrance of finishing it exactly. Right. So I feel like that's cheating. 
So gotcha. I'm like, what am I got to lose? Well, right on. That's cool. That's cool that you've been reading a lot. Yeah, and once you start like reading again, you start getting into the books, and then you choose it instead of watching sometimes. <laughs> and I've been doing that a lot lately. Plus, I have that like I have a list of books to read, and I'm going to do it. Right. <laughs> I get that, <laughs> that way. <laughs> that helps for sure. For yeah. sure. Get competitive with myself. Right. Anyway, it's so fun. Right on. I've just been working. I feel like that's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> I've been cross-stitching, and I'm uh, sending some out. And I've been requesting some of the people that requested one but didn't exactly pick something. I'm still waiting to hear back from them. I think I only oh. have two left. Oh, nice. I've got a ton done. I just don't have a ton of addresses. And getting me to go to the post to pack something up, package it, get the address down, and go to the post office is like a miracle. (laughs) 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 So I've got them like all stacked in L's room, ready to send out. I just need to do it. (laughs) I've sent one out, and I'm ready to send out two more. And then I need to get some addresses. Anyway, so those are coming, guys. And if you've requested one and were vague about it, (laughs) let me know what you want, because I'm probably to you. Okay. What's our first? Let's get started. All right. So, for shows... Quick little note. We don't know how spoily we were get. It just kind of depends on the ones we both watched. So... Uh And even if we don't, if you're, like, not interested in absolutely everything, I'm going to try and do a little more comprehensive show notes than I usually do. And I'm going to list everything we discussed and the timestamp where we are, where you can find it. So you can just go around and pick and choose. Or if you want to watch a show and you like our discussion but don't want to get spoilery, if we even get spoilery, we don't know right now, um, you can turn it off and then go to the next show. Yes, exactly. So... So, yeah. All right. Well, um, first one I have written down that we both watched is The Crown Season 2. Okay, I loved Season 2. I did, too. I really liked it. Especially the second half. Oh, yeah? Well, I, okay, especially I like the Anne-Margaret stuff. I thought it was excellent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I don't know. I wasn't super interested in, like, uh, what's-his-face out in the Navy or wherever. (laughs) Prince Philip? Yes. Yeah, that... I mean, it was good, but... Right. I was way more into the Anne-Margaret. Is that her name? Well, Princess Margaret. Princess Margaret. I think Anne Margaret was an actress. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, Yeah, no. Princess Margaret is like, (laughs) I love her character. I I think she's great. I love the actress that plays her. And I just, I find the two sisters, you know. Yeah, that dynamic. Kind of fascinating, the dynamic, you know. 
Absolutely. And her story is interesting. It is. It is. And I mean, I kind of, I remember Princess Margaret, you know? Yeah, I do kind of. I mean, I didn't pay a lot of attention, but I certainly remembered her. Yeah. And I had no idea that she was, you know, kind of a party girl. And I don't know. I just find it really interesting. I've got a weird fascination with the royals. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm not like, yeah, I, who did I discuss this with? See, somebody, yeah. I was like, it's just, it's a really interesting deal over there. <laughs> <laughs> How, like, they're totally, like, obsolete, but they're, like, beloved, but, yeah, I don't know, it's really interesting. Yeah, I don't know, I like them. I... That tradition is strange. Yeah, the tradition and I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I just find them quite interesting and I don't know. I don't like read about them and dive too deep into, you know. Right. <laughs> but I'll watch stuff like The Crown and you know. And The Queen, that was a good movie. The Queen was a great movie. Yeah. But yeah, the crown is done so well. And what's her name that plays Queen Elizabeth Foy? Mm. She she's great. She just I she got so like queeny in season two. I know. know? <laughs> the way she talked just cracked <laughs> me up. Like I don't know. Have you heard interviews with her? I don't think so. With the actress? Yeah. Uh-uh. In fact, I posted on my Facebook page her and um, Prince Philip. What's his name? Matt Smith. Yeah, Matt Smith. They were asked questions about their preferences for tea, and it was so cute. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't watch that. I'll have to watch it. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll link it to his. When I yeah. put this out, I'll put it in the comments or something, because it's Adorable. Oh, I'll have to watch it. It made me love both of them like 10 times more. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Because, yeah, you know, I love him because he's Doctor Who. He's the Doctor Who Who that um, Booker and I saw. We bought tickets. He he came to Salt Lake to the Comic-Con. So... We I didn't know see. how much you liked him as Doctor Who, and I didn't know if he was a popular Doctor Who or whatever. I don't, I don't keep up with that. He's a he's a pretty popular Doctor Who. He's up there with uh, David Tennant's probably the most popular, mm-hmm. besides like the original. Um, but yeah, Matt Smith is up there. He's beloved for sure. So okay, so and yeah. I think he's great as Prince Philip. I think he's great. Claire Foy is that her name? Claire Foy, yeah, that's her name. Um, she was, I heard an interview, it wasn't this tea thing, but she was talking about um, her accent and how interesting <laughs> the Queen's accent is. And it's, it is, it is so funny the way she talks and she's just like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> she's like, no one talks like that but her. <laughs> Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know. I love it. I think it's great. I'm a big fan of The Crown. Like season one, too, but... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this with this interesting photographer, uh, Matthew Good plays him. It's just so interesting. And I'm like, oh, what's going to happen next season? <laughs> I don't know, I know because I didn't keep up with her story in real life, so I have no idea how it turns out, but I can't I, be good. No, it can't be. Yeah, no, I just, yeah, Princess Margaret, I know nothing about her. Yeah. I just kind of remember her growing up, seeing pictures of her and stuff, so. But yeah, The Crown, it's on Netflix. Yeah. And, and it's good. Basically, every season is a decade in her life. Mm-hmm. So season one was when she became the queen, and it was all very unexpected. Her father passed away from lung cancer quickly, and she had just kind of gotten married. She was a young, and she wasn't supposed to be the queen because her uncle was supposed to, and he abdicated and went to America. That was a right. whole thing. So that was kind of rocky. And now this year is the next decade, and... And then the next year they're gonna it's gonna be the next decade and they're gonna have an actual different actors playing Philip and the Queen. Yeah, they would have to. Yeah. Cause they're that'll be that'll be interesting. Yeah. I found the whole like season one interesting too. Her and her um, uncle, their relationship. You know, the uncle that advocated mm-hmm. Edward, or I can't remember his name, but uh. Yeah, and I then just, this season when he comes back, he's just—I don't know. Yeah, yeah, just it. Never really thought about it, like how I remember a phone call that she and her uncle had. She needed some advice, and she kind of snapped at him. She's like, "Well, I wasn't supposed to be this, so you need to help me." You know, <laughs> and it's true. She wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't. I love she the- wasn't raised to be the queen. <laughs> no, and. There's a cool scene, I think, at the end of season one where she's like, you never apologized to me. Right. I think that's what I'm thinking okay. of. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, but yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Anything else on Crown? Um, it's interesting hearing a little more about uh, Prince Charles. Yeah. There's a him. whole, there's kind of a whole episode of him kind of going to a private school that he hated. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Anyway, I yeah. know that that's going to get more interesting as the years go by. Yeah, for sure. And without only knowing real hazy details of everything, it's just interesting to kind of, because I don't really know what's going to happen. It's like watching a show that I don't know the outcome. I know vague, vague right. points. I know he marries Princess Diana. I know they get divorced. He has an affair. Lots of stuff. But right. This is a more intimate portrait than I know of, you know. <laughs> yeah, makes me wonder if any of them watch it. Like if, you know, Kate and William... Labor. How could they not? You would think they would have to, right? <laughs> yeah, and I know that they did have rules. Like, there could, like, be no sex. Right. Like, couldn't show a love scene of the queen. They're like, nope. <laughs> no one wants to see that anyway. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> That's so. the only rule I've heard. But yeah, I think they have to. They're a little bit involved, or someone is. One of their spokespeople has to approve. I don't know. I don't know how involved they are, or how much they tell them they can or can't do. I gotta think the younger the younger royals watch it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. Well, what's next? Move on. How about we talk about Glitch Season 2? Okay. Glitch is another Netflix show. It's a Australian show. Um, mm-hmm. It's, well, well. <laughs> kind of a zombie show, kind of. <laughs> Kind of. The premise is, like, is it eight people? Something like seven or eight people, one night, just crawl out of their graves. <laughs> and they're back to life. <laughs> right. And this is, like, and they're um, whole. Like, they're, like, in perfect condition, their bodies. Yep. So they're not like zombies. They're as if they'd never died. And they're yeah. from all sorts of different eras. Like one of them is has been dead for like two hundred years. One's been dead for like a year. You know. Yeah. Are they all the age they died? I think so. Okay. Yeah. And so it's kind of like the returned in a way like what happens when someone that you thought was dead for a long time yeah, comes back to life returny kind of returny but a little different a little a little less supernatural yeah, and more supernatural, more sciencey yeah some sort of uh still kind of a mystery but some sort of um Injection, I don't know, something. Yeah, there's kind of science. a convoluted science reason. <laughs> yeah, some doctors are involved. <laughs> <laughs> some science people are involved. <laughs> um, it, it has one of the most impossible love triangles I've ever seen in a show oh, or in a book or anything that's just heartbreaking. That's so sad. Oh. Um, but I love it. It's really well done. It's interesting. I think it's well written. I I just really like it. Yeah, all those things. Really good. It's it's really interesting. Yeah. And crazy, you know, kind of like the if you've seen The Returned, it's People that were dead, I mean, what do you do when you've moved on? Right. And they're back. <laughs> and they're back, exactly. Or, you know, there's one guy that he's trying to figure out property, and he fell in love with an Aboriginal woman. And, um, uh, Patty. The white, <laughs> yeah, Patty. <laughs> and the white part of the family has totally taken over, and... Is Aboriginal, is that okay to say? I think so. Sorry, we do not know. We don't know. Native? Or, I don't know. Whatever. 
whatever is most respectful in Australian PC culture. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to work out some of that to get that part of the family because he loved her. And, you know, she was get, the love of his life. She was like yeah. a servant to his. He was like the first mayor of the town. Mm-hmm. So he was like a rich landowner, rich white landowner, but fell in love with one of his servants who was, yeah, Aboriginal. And but not really in like a rapey Thomas Jefferson way. It's, it was love. And stuff. It was love between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah, and he is trying to get that her descendants um, taken care of. So, and then there's like someone that got murdered in the eighties. She's trying to figure that out. Trying to figure that out. There's one guy that was like a... Was it a Civil War soldier or something? Yeah, there was like a World War One soldier. Um, one of them was like a prisoner. The one woman who like died in the 60s or something that goes back to her husband. He's in the nursing home. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Oh, uh, yeah, it's it's a good show. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's good. I'd say it's if a, you like The Return, you'd like this. Yeah, if you like The Return, you'd like this. It's it's similar but different enough that it stands on its own. It's not trying to be The Return. And kind of the main guy, he's a cop. Um, he's actually was the dad in um, Broadchurch. Which spoiler alert we're gonna talk about? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched those shows back to back. I watched uh, Glitch season two and then right into Broadchurch three, and I'm like, that's where I knew that guy. <laughs> 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 yep. Yep. He plays the dad in Broadchurch of yeah, the little boy that gets murdered in season one. But yeah, it's good. Glitch is really good. I'm glad I stumbled upon it. I was just bored one day and Yeah, I stumbled upon it too and I'm like I watched it, and I'm like, has anyone seen this? <laughs> I know, I hadn't heard anything about it. No one had recommended it and Yeah. I gave season one a go and loved it and then season two came out not much longer after I watched season one. Yeah, we must have discovered it around the same time. We must have, yeah. Okay, so yeah, that's Glitch, season two. And season one. Watch season one, too. <laughs> What's next? Uh, Well, why don't we talk about Broadchurch, then? Okay. Broadchurch season three. I loved it, but I can... And I remember it was a different... Oh, I just remembered it now. I'm like, I can't remember what the case was at all. <laughs> and I just, it was the rape. Yes, just finally figured it out. <laughs> I loved season three. Yeah, if you guys haven't discovered Broadchurch, do it. This, yep. um, David Tennant is the main detective. He's great. Yep. He's great. His partner is great. I don't know the actress's name, but if you watch any British TV, yeah. she's in all of it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're just always like, oh, there she is. Oh, that's her. <laughs> she just seems to show up in like almost yeah. every British show I've watched. Yeah, 
yeah, just kind of like a middle-aged British lady. <laughs> yep. <laughs> She's great. The the case in season three is really good because it kind of it it kind of intertwines season one case in it too. Yeah. So season one is the mystery of this little boy who was murdered. Season two is the trial of a murderer. And then season three isn't about that case at all, but the townspeople are still around. The townspeople are still around. The dad goes and visits the murderer because the murderer is now out, right? Or No, he got acquitted. Yeah. He got acquitted. But he moves away, but the dad goes and visits him and... But the mom, the mom from season one plays a pretty big role in this epi- in this season. Oh, that's true. Because she plays like a like counselor? a vic- victim's yeah. advocate kind of counselor type. And yeah, the premise is is like a a woman gets raped at a party, and they're trying to figure out who did it and. Yeah, the mom of the boy that gets murdered in season one kind of becomes her, kind of like her advocate. Right. And um, they start uncovering rapes that were similar that have been that have been happening. Right. Around, so they kind of feel like they're connected. It's good, and it's a good mystery. It's. Yep, it's a good mystery. It seems like I haven't watched. I kind of want to rewatch seasons one and two because I remember, especially in season two, it seems like David Tennant's character had a lot of personal issues, and it didn't seem like it brushed on those very much. Yeah i I wasn't a big fan of season two. I didn't really like season two. I remember. I've, I remember hearing a lot of people weren't as big, but I loved it. But huh. so I don't really remember it as much because I just wasn't really, I don't know. I just didn't like that couple that he was like hiding or that woman that he was hiding. Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. So, but yeah, he has some health problems. He has like a heart condition. Oh, yeah. But that like wasn't touched at all. I don't remember. I just remember a lot of, there was some interesting stuff something about his personal life and then I remember not seeing much of it. But you get plenty of Millas. <laughs> <That's really laughs> <interesting. laughs> yes. He has the best like facial expressions too. <laughs> <laughs> and such a thick Scottish accent. Oh I know. I know. He's great. Their He's little great. relationship is very cute. It is. It is. Yep. So yeah, if you haven't discovered Broadchurch Watch it and start with season one. Yeah, and I'm going to miss it because they said this is it. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. Oh, bummer. Hmm. I might have to do a rewatch sometime then. Yeah. Give season two a second chance. Yeah, season two is... It's maddening. I mean, I don't want to spoil who the what happens in season one. But it's just, it's so maddening. (laughs) It makes you so mad. (laughs) Like the trial aspect? 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorites I've seen in a while. That's on my top few list of just good shows I'd recommend to people. It's a good show. It's well done. The it's based in this like totally like scenic little seaside town in England that's just gorgeous. So it's pretty to look at. Yeah, yeah, one of those seaside cliff kind of. Yeah, yeah. Towns. So. Is it? I'm not. I don't even know. Is it a real town, or is it made up? I have no idea. You know, at one time I came across a map of where all the British shows are supposedly in. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, here's Jane Eyre. Here is Broadchurch, and you know. Here they all are on the map of England and Wales and Scotland. And I remember Broadchurch. And I remember thinking, oh, it's not a real town. I think. Yeah, I mean, sure it's a real town, just not called Broadchurch. Right. In fact, that might be why, because it said, filmed here. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Anyway, I'll... That was a really interesting little map. I looked at it for a long time because I like British shows. <laughs> Me too, yeah. I'm going to have to search for it. I'm going to write that down. Map of British shows. <laughs> <laughs> I have to remember to look that up. I might have to put it in the show notes or in the Facebook page again. There you go. What was the other thing? Oh, the crown thing. Crown video. I'll make a little list. And oh, yeah. Map of English shows. <laughs> <laughs> okay, should we move on? Mm-hmm. All right. How about we talk about Little Big Lies? Okay. So I watched this over a year ago, but I just happened to come across the audio book, and I'm like, "Oh, that was a good show." I wonder mm-hmm. what it looks like. And so I just listened to that. So the story's fresh. <laughs> okay, okay. And it was very, they changed very little. The biggest change is that it's actually an Australian book. I did not know that. Oh, interesting. So okay. It's, it's, uh, its setting is Australia. For the show, they made it like somewhere in Northern California, one of those. It's nice Monterey. Monterey. Yeah. 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 One of those nice upper class Northern California coastal towns. <laughs> right, right. So I watched it. I don't know. I felt like it was in the fall, like early fall, like maybe September. Okay. Um, and I loved it. It is so good, isn't it? Oh, it is so good. And I know it just won a bunch of SAG awards. Um, but it's Nicole Kidman, uh, Reese Witherspoon, and actually Nicole and Reese did the whole thing. They like produced it. They read the book, right? Were friends and were like, "We got to make this into something." <laughs> yep. So yep. they were kind of the brains behind getting it produced or whatever. And then the other actresses is, is that Shay, Shaylin or Shay. Is that the one that was in Fault of Our Stars? 
I think so. The Jane, the young mom. Who are you thinking? Yeah, of? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The young mom, the brunette. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I. I just thought it was so. I thought Reese Witherspoon was so great. Yeah. I her character. I just. I couldn't tell if she was like fake nice or just nice nice, and I think she was actually nice nice. Yeah, in the book, she's. I don't remember much about little details about her character, but in the book, she was like one of those kind of over glamorous or like glittery glamorous persons. Mhm. And it's not it wasn't fake nice. It was just um kind of someone you'd want on your side. Exactly. Yeah. She'll be she'll be your mama bear. But right. she's also just, you know, genuine she genuinely wanted to be people's friend, you know. Right, right. Yeah, and it's Shailene, fake nice. Shailene Woodley is her name. But um The basic premise of the show is um these are all like moms of a kindergarten class. Uh-huh. And kind of in a stuck up area. And there's I think you know this by episode one. It kinda like weaves through the whole plot that Someone has been murdered. You know murdered, right? Yeah. Or just something really bad happened. Yeah, someone died. Yeah, you know that someone, like, was killed. Yeah, and in the book, it counts down to the, um, it's a fundraiser for the school. Mm -hmm. And it happens Mm -hmm. that night, so you know that. But the whole story, you don't know who was murdered and what happened. Right. Because the people that are interviewed are mostly just, like, non-main characters. Right. So I remember getting pretty nervous. It's going to be, like, a main character I really like, you know. You kind of have... You just start getting nervous about what happened. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. And who did it. And Yeah, yeah. It was was a fun ride because I had no idea, you know, when I watched it. Yeah, and it's just it's kind of one of those shows that I think has kind of something for everybody. Mhm. And uh, Alexander Skarsgård is in it, and he's oh always gosh, great. He's so good. Oh, he's so good. So he plays Nicole Kidman's husband. Yep. And they have quite the tumultuous <laughs> very relationship, <interesting. laughs> very abusive, and it just. Oh, it was so realistic to me the way yeah. they handled that couple and it seriously made me like just any time I was like out in public or at work, just kinda look at women and like you know, are you keeping a secret? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's like so put together and beautiful. She's so put together and be- and you would just never ever think that she was getting like physically abused, you know. Yeah, and they're one of those couples that everyone's like rolls their eyes or just like wishes they were like them because they're like so holdy hands and yeah, in like, public they look perfect. Yeah, and yeah, it's just it's so good and it's so good. Uh, the Reese Reese Witherspoon, she's in her second marriage, and in 
um, at the school in the class is her ex-husband and his new wife's child. So she has to deal with that, and the new wife is like this vegan yoga instructor and, you know, like drives her crazy. Right, right. And her ex-husband seems so, like, attentive to the new child, and he was not... To their child. Because she has a teenager, and then she has a younger one. Yeah. And then her second husband is played by Adam Scott, who's always great. Oh, yeah, I forgot it was Adam Scott. Yeah. I need to watch it again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and he's, I just, I like him. And he just plays kind of like a, he married up, you know. Right. He's kind of a nerdy computer business dude. Yeah, and kind of seems lost at sea a little bit sometimes. With yeah, it doesn't really fit in, you know. But, yeah, it's it's a good show. Interesting characters. I mean, you know, I think Catherine recommended it to me or something. I never would have watched it. Like, just looking at, like, the picture, and it's called Big Little Lies, and it's got, you know. Yeah, it looks like uh, Desperate Housewifey. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, I haven't seen that show, but it's so much better. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I think 99% of things are probably better than that. <laughs> and I haven't watched it either. But, but yeah, it kind of had that kind of feel to me. But uh, I gave it a shot and just fell in love. Yeah, I love. had never heard of it. But, you know, like uh, Xfinity does their one week, their watch week where they uh-huh. give you all the channels. And I'm like, okay, I got a week. I got to watch something that I can do. And this was like eight episodes. It was like featured on the main HBO page. And so I didn't know anyone that watched it. I'd never heard of it. But I just read the description. And I'm like, I'm in the mood for this. And then I was so happy I did. Yep. Yep. Me too. So, yeah, it's good. It's a good mystery. It's well acted. It's really good characters. You know, in the book, I think the biggest change was the Reese Witherspoon family. I mean, having you say that he kind of seems like he married up, um, they were not quite as rich. I think they riched him up a little bit for Monterey. Oh, okay. I know the single mom is definitely kind of in a lower class. And that's kind of why Reese kind of, what's her name? The Reese Witherspoon character kind of takes her under her wing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the Shailene Woodley yeah. character. So it just, it seemed like in the book they were struggling financially a little more than, I don't, I don't remember any of that in the show. Um, I don't remember that in the show either. I do remember, though, um, so there's that scene where she and Adam Scott go and have dinner with her ex-husband and his new wife. Yeah. And her reaction when he tells her the news about what their daughter, because the teenage daughter goes and lives with them for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> her reaction. Cute, right? Yeah. Just, yeah. I let just all over the table. <laughs> yeah, I missed it because I saw it coming. <laughs> but I remember it happened. Uh, I just thought that was a fantastic reaction. 
that did not happen in the book. I was waiting for it. <laughs> that was all the show. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. The dinner did and everything else, but yeah. So, so yeah, Big Little Lies on HBO. Yeah, and I'm wondering, I feel like, uh, I can't remember now if there's a second book or not, if the story might continue. Um, Is there going to be a season two? I swear I heard something like that. I don't know. I believe, I think I did hear there was going to be a season two. Because they could totally do a season two. I think they could. Oh, and it was written by... It's a David E. Kelly show. Mm. So, you know. He's he's known for his pretty good TV writing. Right. It was very, very similar to the book. I, like, when I read the book, or listened to it, as it were, uh-huh. I just pictured, like, all the scenes again. Oh, cool. I'll have to read it. Just no puke scene. And their financial troubles aren't big, but I just remember just thinking, oh, they seem a little more middle class. But it is a different setting, a totally different setting. <laughs> I don't right. know the area in Australia, but it was. Oh, we didn't mention uh, Renata, Laura Dern's character. She's great. Oh, she is so great. Her her tantrum, well, not tantrums, but just her outbursts are fantastic. Sorry, Ralph had to show me this little watch band he got in this huge box. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that just a new band? Got an Apple Watch, and he just ordered a new band, and <laughs> just came in this huge box for this like really flat, tiny little <laughs> band box. <laughs> it tickled him. He had to show me. Okay. So I probably missed your last sentence. <laughs> oh, I was just saying that like Laura Dern, her character, like I loved her, like outbursts, like her yes. anger. She just was so great. Yeah, she's like the ridiculous mom. Yeah, she's like a pretty high-powered businesswoman. Yeah, and just kind of over-moms a little, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah, they're probably the wealthiest out of all the characters, her and her husband. And I think, well, book-wise... I would say the other couple, the Skarsgård and... The Skarsgård, yeah. But they're pretty similar. Yeah, she... Laura Dern is fantastic. She does so good. Yeah, because she just... you hate her, but you love to hate her. Yeah, you hate her, but you love to hate her. And she's just so out of touch with, like, the other moms and even her own kid. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. She's an interesting character. So, yeah, good show. Yeah, I'm glad I, glad I, glad I watched it. Glad I found out about it. 
two. Um. All right. Uh. Let's talk about Mindhunter. Okay. Another Netflix show. Um. This is like a true story, kind of. Yeah, mostly based on true. It's basically um, the origins of like the behavioral science department or whatever of the FBI, which like the um, the profilers, what becomes yeah. what we know now as the profilers. Yeah, like yeah. before these guys started doing what they did, it seemed like the FBI didn't really care to get to know who they're stalking. Um, they didn't try right. and get into the mind of the killer like they do now, where they profile them and figure them out. They just like had no they had no interest in that. It's like well, I think they had no, guys. Well, and I think they just didn't think that had anything to do with it. That, right. You know, that it didn't matter what they were thinking. They were bad guys and they killed people and that's all that mattered, you know? Yeah. Where this is a story of like the two men who kind of started the whole unit <clears throat> Because they start doing what they call like the road show or something where they go around and talk to police departments across the country. And one of them gets the idea of, you know, you know, the serial killer's in prison there. Why don't we go talk to him? (laughs) (laughs) So they start interviewing men in prison in different towns, like pretty well-known serial killers. Yeah, just ones that will talk to them. Yeah, like, and Ed Kemper is probably the most fascinating one that they talk to. Yeah. He was, he was like in Northern California. He did some horrible things to, he killed a lot of women, including his own mother, and did horrible things to their bodies afterwards. Yeah, he had like a mother complex. <laughs> Big time. Oedipus. <laughs> but he also hung out with cops. He'd go to the cop bar and talk to them about this ongoing case like right. to, to find out. And then he finally got caught. And he is like the first one that they talk to. And it's true. I know that that's based on true. There's audio tapes out there that you can listen to of these interviews with the real Ed Kemper. Right, because, yeah, even when he was doing it and, you know, talking to cops, he just was one of those guys that just couldn't shut up about it. Just very, very smart. Yeah, really smart, really eloquent mm-hmm. in his speech, and just talks about it like you'd be talking about your day at work. <laughs> you yeah. <know? laughs> but, um... But yeah, Mindhunter is it's really good. If you're into true crime at all, if you're have any interest in it, this is great cuz it's David Fincher. Mm-hmm. Um so it's really well done. And the it's just one of the main FBI guys is was uh the original King George in Hamilton. Yes, he plays Holden, who's a really interesting character. He's Yeah. 
he he's the one that basically comes up with this idea of visiting the serial killers in the towns that they were already in anyway. Yeah, and teaching. he's the one he's willing to break the rules, you know. Yeah. And he's kind of he's just like really into his job. Doesn't have a lot of real social graces. No, well, in fact, have we talked to Matt about it? He thinks he might be a psychopath. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. In I have fact, not talked to Matt about it. You know how Matt is about actors. He says right. if he's not a psychopath, then he doesn't think he's a very good actor. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I disagree, but I thought that was an interesting angle. That like, is not a psychopath that's like killing people. Mm-hmm. Just you know, there's psychopaths that walk around us every day that um, don't that just people. can't that just can't really connect with human emotions and yeah, you know, yeah. He's he's an interesting guy. His his character is definitely very interesting, and I think Matt's on to something. I think I think there is something weird about Holden. You know, he's definitely not, there's definitely something going on. But. Well, the whole time, too, you're kind of peppered with uh, BTK scenes. <laughs> yes, yes, BTK, there's like BTK Easter eggs. <laughs> there, Yeah, there are BTK Easter eggs. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's going to be big in season two. A big in season two. Um one of the other killers is that um oh gosh, Richard what's his name? Richard Hale or the one that killed all those nurses, nursing students. Yeah, he was the real freaky guy with the bird, right? Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> if if the character of this guy is based on the real guy, that mm-hmm. guy is scary. Yeah, I'm sure he is. <laughs> he He's the guy who um like spent all day drinking at like four different bars and then broke into like an apartment that a bunch of nursing students lived together in and he thought only one of them was home. Yeah. And there ended up being like eight of them <laughs> eventually and he like killed like seven of them and yeah, yeah. it was bad yeah if you're a murderer you know you've heard of all you have to say is the nurse students <laughs> yeah the nursing students and he got caught because someone recognized his tattoo or something and yeah in the show Holden wants to see the tattoo he's like fascinated he's kind of like he's Holden's a murderer you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's an OG because Right. <laughs> He's the one that decides that this is fascinating stuff they should study. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, and then personal stuff, he, you know, girlfriend, girlfriend stuff. She's interesting. Mm-hmm. She's interesting. I've been listening. Do you listen to the podcast? It's called um, Real Crime Profile. I it's, did for a while, and then it's that Jim Clemente who yeah. he 
he did work for the FBI in their he was a profiler for the FBI for like 10 years and he was taught by the men that are portrayed but that Holden and you know I think one's called Jim Douglas and yeah but uh I fell off that podcast sometime around the keepers oh okay okay they just kept discussing it and he kept he has some personal issues with priests he does yes well, yeah, he went to Catholic schools. Yeah. But uh, they do Mindhunter after the Keepers ones. Okay, and I'm going to listen to the mine. I yeah, can. it's it's pretty interesting because he was in this department. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, so. Yeah, it's good. It's a good show. I feel like most people have probably watched it because it was one of those shows that when it hit Netflix, it kind of blew up. Mm, yeah. If you have any interest, you've probably seen it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. Oh, and I looked, while we were looking, I looked up Big Little Lies and there's going to be a season two this year, 2018. Oh, Nice. Sweet. Interested to see what the story is going to be. Yeah, me too. And I'm going to see if there's a second book or if they're just going to fly solo. Yeah. Usually when an author has a good thing, they usually, a lot of them, do a second. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Um, All right, what's next? Um, you want to talk about lore? Yeah, sure. I don't think we've, yeah, we haven't talked about this. Well, we haven't really talked about any of these shows except for now. Because we don't speak anymore. <laughs> we don't talk to each other. <laughs> we we told people when we podcasted that this is the most we ever talked to each other. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> We're just not like talk on the phone kind of people. We we chat on Facebook. And when we do, if we do need to call each other, it's like an hour later, we're like, oh man. Yep. (laughs) 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 We saw each other during the holidays and stuff. But anyway, we just um, live our lives. (laughs) Yep, exactly. Laura's one that I was surprised that. We didn't have a big family discussion about because I know we all watched it. Yeah, so do all of us listen to the podcast? I think so. It's a podcast that's been, I don't know, a few years. And it's it's about folklore. Right. And it's just this guy that tells a folklore story from somewhere around the world that's usually pretty interesting. Yeah, and if you've Listen, Emily mentioned it the one time when she talked about that doll. Yes, which is the last episode of this one, of the show. Yep. I love lore, the show. I love the graphics. It's kind of Edward Gorey-ish. Uh-huh. Love it. Like yep. little cartoons. and. I like how they mix in a little animation with yeah. live acting. Um. I like the show. I 
I had a problem with some of the acting in it. Like what? I think the worst one was the mother in the doll one. You know what? I have only seen half of that one. I fell asleep. Oh, really? She, I I couldn't stand her, and it was distracting to me. Like, I just, I don't know what it was about that actress. I just thought she was awful. (laughs) Well, I was upset because I think they got the origin of the doll wrong. Oh, really? Like, in the show, he said that, like, an aunt from overseas gave it to him. Right. When I had always, I mean, I have been familiar with the story a long time. I thought it was made by his, like, African-American housekeeper that had, like, some voodoo um, oh. background. Oh, and I don't remember. It was made out of straw, stuffed with straw. I swear I'd always heard that, and so this was weird to me. Oh. Huh. I wonder why they would have changed that. I don't know, or now I just think because it's a true story. I mean, right? You can go visit the Robert doll in Key West. Yeah, it was. That's a one creepy looking doll. <laughs> oh yeah, it's creepy. It's like life size little boy. <laughs> just the face is weird. <laughs> But, no, I thought Laura was good. Um, I liked all the episodes, really. I just couldn't stand the actress in the doll one. Um, I'll have to finish it and see that. <laughs> Yeah. But I, I love the one, I think it's the first one about the farmer who, like, basically his whole family dies of, like, TB. Yeah. That was a good one. That was about being buried alive. Being buried alive, yeah. I just, it's just fun to, you know, we've listened to the podcast for so long. I mean, I know I've been listening to it for at least a couple of years. Yeah, me too. And, you know, it was just weird to hear like Aaron Mankey's voice come over my TV. Usually <laughs> <Like, whoa. laughs> those are in my ears. But, um. And these are podcasts he's done. So I was familiar with all the stories and it was fun right. to get visuals. It was fun to get visuals and, you know, it's just, it's fun to watch a podcast that you are a fan of, like, do something else, like, have a TV show and, yeah. all in all, it's pretty, it's well done and I'm looking forward to another season. Yeah, and there's one about the doctor that was, like, lobotomy happy. Yeah. Ew. Where they just started, he just, like, opened up a, like, a mobile I don't think that was in the actual show, but oh yeah, mobile clinic where people just lined up to get a lobotomy because they so were crazy. nervous or something. Oh, it's so crazy it's and so crazy. Don't they? I mean, aren't the numbers just huge? Like he performed like hundreds of them. Yeah, and some oh. people, and I think one of the Kennedys, Rose, Rosemary. Right, right. Uh-huh. She got one and it messed her up. I think she got one because she had seizures. I think so. But it was like, this will either do nothing 
totally change your personality entirely, turn you into a vegetable, <laughs> or fix you. <laughs> Let's see so, what happens to you. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> oh, so crazy. Yeah, just a short, it's only like five episodes or something, isn't it? Five or six. It's a like an Amazon Prime exclusive. Yeah. But... That's good. And check out his podcast. His podcast is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorites to listen to. Like, if I've got to drive for like a couple hours or something, I'll just listen to his. I don't know. I like it because they're usually about half an hour long. Yeah. There so. are good ones. The non, the ones that aren't too creepy are good for scout, like if we're in the car. Mm-hmm. Especially if we're in the car more than an hour and we want to do something besides listen to music. I'll pick a less creepy lore. Right. <laughs> I was kind of disappointing and I'm hoping that he does it in the next season is that one about like the neighbor girl who died and then like they think her ghost or spirit like takes over the sick little girl. Like she, the other girl becomes like her and goes and lives with them. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. one that is such a crazy story. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's like the neighbor's daughter died and then their young daughter got sick and like seemed to get like possessed by the daughter who died. Yeah. Like she knew stuff. She knew stuff that, like, only that girl would know, and, like, she became so much of this dead girl that she just went and lived with the parents of the dead girl for a while. It's just so crazy. I want to see that one. Because that's, like, one of those that, like, sticks with me, like, I think about once in a while, they're like, that's just so weird. It didn't stick with me, but when you mentioned it, I remember it. So, anyway, okay, so that's Laura. Um, we got two more. So, let's talk about This Is Us, or This Is His. <laughs> this Is His. <laughs> so, wrote that, and it was like the first one, we were just texting each other today, kind of trying to figure this show out tonight, and This Is Is, and I thought, she was saying, here's my list. This is, is, and then like a mistake. <laughs> then so I, I totally back, like... <laughs> ignored it. <laughs> then I went back and I went, ha, I called it, this is, is. <laughs> like, I didn't call it that from now on. <laughs> but we're talking about This Is Us, the show on NBC, which I can't believe I watched this show, but I love it so much. <laughs> I watch it and I got sucked into it because it's everyone was talking about it. So usually if everyone's talking about it, I'll give it a try. Mhm. And I don't know, everyone talks about how much they cry every episode and I'm like, I've never cried once. No, I haven't cried. And I'm a crier. But I don't know, it's just not making me cry. I just I just love Randall so much. 
and his relationship with his wife. And okay, so if you don't know what the premise is, it's it's like a family drama, which is just not my thing, but I like it. <laughs> I don't know how I started watching it, but I did. But uh, so it's the story of the Pearson family, like um. It's kind couple, of a spoiler. Huh? It's kind of a spoiler. You like don't know until the end what's actually going on. Right. It's it's told very nonlinear. You're constantly going back and forth between the present day and their childhood. But I mean, the premise is the mom was pregnant with triplets. She has them a few weeks early. One of them's born stillborn. The other two survive, so there's Kate and Kevin. They're the two that survive. And then that same day that she had these babies, a little African-American baby was abandoned at the hospital, and they end up adopting him. So so they get to go home with triplets. But they're so they go home with triplets, but one's adopted. And this and, is the 70s. Right. Raising an African-American yeah, with a white couple wasn't as done as much as it is now. Right. I mean, it still has its issues. But <laughs> yeah, anyway. but it's just yeah, it's just the story of you know. It's it's not all about those issues. That's just a tiny part. But it's a tiny part, but it's it's more about like sibling relationships and yeah you kind of you see them now and you get to see them as kids too and kind of how they were shaped right and they have like great it's milo what's his name bigiani something i know he was uh he was one of Lori. He was the best of Lori Gilmore's boyfriends. Oh, I think of him as um, Rocky's son and Rocky Balboa. Yeah, I didn't see that. <laughs> so, but he's great. And yeah, he plays Jack. He's their dad. And he's like the perfect dad. Right. And then Mandy Moore plays their mom and she's good. Yeah, I didn't know that was her until like six episodes in. Yeah. I was like, oh. Huh. Yeah, she's good. And and yeah, it's just really good. And Randall Randall's just my favorite. He's the adopted one and I love him and his wife. I think they're fantastic. Yeah. I love the way she they interact. And it's just good. It's 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 not too sappy, but it kind of it. I don't know. It's 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 really good. Like if you're said, not, there's like a there's a niche of women, maybe men too, that like uh-huh. fall every episode. And I don't I know, but it yeah, it's it's very touching, and you get into it. You do, you do. You kind of fall in love with the characters and. It's one that if you're not into the family drama, maybe give this one a try because it's real, actually really pretty good. 
So, I didn't know you were watching it. Yeah. I don't think I'm as into it as you are. Well. <laughs> but here's the thing. I might be more prone to watch something like this than you. True. It might be more special to you. Cause right. You know. like, this is new. <laughs> <laughs> True. Because, yeah. Cause I know that you watch, like, Parenthood, and I just don't know if I'll ever watch, you know. it's just... Yeah. But I like this one. So, yeah, maybe that's what it is. I didn't super like Parenthood, but enough to... I think I watched the last three seasons in a month or something. Like, I stopped watching it, and then I'm like, oh, I got to see what happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, okay. So that's This Is Us. And then the last thing that I had no idea that Emily was watching until, I don't know, a week or so ago. And I was so excited that someone else was watching it because I absolutely love this show so much. Is uh, Riverdale. We are so into Riverdale. (laughs) We love it so much. (laughs) So it is like the best of like the teen melodramas. Yes. Like it's so great. Oh, it is fantastic. It really is. It's it based on the Archie comics, which I've never seen. <laughs> based on the Archie comics, which is what made me curious about this show. When I heard that they were doing this and then I remember thinking, oh, that's interesting, you know, because I I read a few of the Archie comics when I was a kid. I really liked the cartoon. I don't think the cartoon ran very long, but I really loved it. I loved Jughead so much and his dog. Yeah, see. And hamburgers and, (laughs) I never, (laughs) I forgot about that show totally until you said Mm -hmm. something, that there was a cartoon, and then it, like, started you know, the, like, old, rusty wheels in my head. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then Sue, like, posted one of them for me, and I watched it. I'm like, okay, I totally watched this. If Sue watched it, I probably watched it. <laughs> right. <laughs> cartoon. You know, back in the 80s, yep. we didn't have a lot of cartoons. Nope. Now there's, like, 500. We had, like, three. <laughs> <laughs> we had the Snorks and the Smurfs. <laughs> and Jim and yep. man that's about it yep. then we had Archie for a little while and yeah I I loved it and so when I heard they were doing you know a show based on the Archie comics and then when I heard that it was like Dark. I was like, "What? <laughs> Dark? <laughs> Gimme!" <laughs> so I'm like, "I need to watch this." And <laughs> so you watched it while it was airing, right? Last, last um, season. Let's see. Did I watch the first season while it was airing? I thought you told I me. I think. 
I've been watching the second season as it airs. I think... Yeah, I think I did watch the first season as it aired. I think I did have to wait a week in between episodes. Yeah, not me. I just... I had a start... It was one of those things that, like, my Buffy people online started talking about it. And then oh, I saw okay. it on Netflix. And I was like, well, the Buffy people are watching it. I'll just... I watched it before it hit Netflix. So I think I watched it on the CW app. Mm. On my through my Roku and um, yeah, it's great. Season one has a really good mystery. Um, I love all the characters. I love Betty and Veronica, and love Jughead. Jughead is by far my favorite, but I love I, them all. I do, dude. I love Cheryl Blossom so much. I can't stand it. <laughs> she had the best lines dude she is my favorite I love her so much she is like the best like villain (laughs) comic book villain come to life it's great yes that's what I love about this show is that it's it like has comic book elements like some over the top villains and like you know uh Jughead's dad there's like the Riverdale there's like North Riverdale and South Riverdale and the South Riverdale or the Southside Serpents is a big gang and Is any of that uh, in the comics? I don't know. I don't know. I We need like a Archie comic expert. Right. I have a lot of (laughs) (laughs) Um, B B read them a lot, so she's a pretty good expert, except she didn't know Kevin. Is that the gay one? uh Uh-huh. He's in the comics, but he's new, and he was, like, the very first, like, gay comic book character. He, like, made waves. Yes, he did. He did. And that was in the comics, but I guess newer. I would say that's that's happened in the last decade or so. B had abandoned the comics by the time. Yeah. (laughs) But he's great too. Kevin Keller is the best. I love how he just fangirls over Veronica. (laughs) Like, what did we do before she moved here? (laughs) 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 Um. I'm guessing the Southside Serpents are in the comic. They're just, it seems like they have to be. But Jughead doesn't seem serpenty. Like, the Jughead is quite different. He's a very moody mm-hmm. writer. And, you know, in the, in the, at least in the. In the cartoon, cartoon he, he was, was kind of. <laughs> he was kind of like shaggy almost. Yeah. Just kind of like goofy and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this appeals it appeals to me on many facets. That's why I enjoy it. There is a part of me that has a endearing ever since I was a young adult love of young adult fiction. Right. I still read the latest young adult fiction. I'm not as into the dystopians and that is like <laughs> all they've been lately. 
Right. But I still try and find the ones that aren't. And a few dystopians are fine. You know, one of those now and then doesn't hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. I love coming of age. The coming of age story is just my favorite of my best. Right, it's right. A niche of mine that I just, it appeals to me so much. I love it. Um, it's dark. That appeals to me. Yep. I'm not a comic book person, but it's not a superhero thing. I like I like it when someone takes something and reimagines it. Yes, and yeah, and, the, you and know, modernizes it. You know, Jughead, he's got his little crown, but it's like a beanie. He's got his S shirt. It's a sweater, right? And the. Yep. Yep. But it's more modern. I just I love those little touches, and I love to compare them and see what they do. Um, all the parents are like uh, people from my childhood, the teenagers. There's, you know, Luke Perry is Archie's Luke dad. Luke Perry is he, Archie's dad. Keith Oldrich is Jughead's dad. I don't want, mm-hmm. I don't want to take away the surprise of Archie's mom. Okay. That's a fun little surprise. It's a fun little nugget. It. It's a nugget. Um, oh, <coughs> and. Uh, Betty's mom is uh, from Twin Peaks. Madison, what's her name? Oh, yeah. I don't remember her name. name. (laughs) She's the waitress, what's her name? In Twin Peaks. Um, Shelly? Yes. Shelly, okay. So that's fun. So that's, it's like, kind of draws our generation in. I mean, it's it's a little depressing that they're now the parents (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but they were actually teenagers when I was a kid, so it's, I'm not twice all their ages. But right, right. Um, that's fun. It's also they they really try and do this aesthetic thing. Um, like it's they really set up some really visually stunning things. Yes, they do. It's it's a really well shot show. It's it's pretty. Mhm. And you can tell they're obviously um doing something aesthetically. <laughs> right, right. Um Oh, we haven't talked about Josie and the Pussycats. Yep, Josie and the Pussycats are in it. You've got the fun little teenage uh kind of like the bronze. You get these little songs. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the CW status. Yep. Um, yeah, the casting's great. I really, one thing I love that they do with um, Veronica, like in the in the comic, in the cartoon, she always had like a, <clears throat> like a collar. I was going to say, did she always wear pearls in the comic? I think so, uh-huh. She's always got pearls on. And Betty always had the ponytail. Yeah. But Veronica always, I swear, I remember she always had like like a shirt collar. And she does almost all of her outfits here. She's got some sort of like, it, there's some sort of collar that you it seems stands like out. Betty is very collary also. I've noticed, especially this season. Yeah. Beated she's collar. a little bit. Yeah. 
did Betty do that too? And then I maybe if it, both of them. Maybe know. maybe both of them. I remember it more on Veronica than I do Betty. But uh, yeah, no, it's good. And so, how much of season two have you watched? Just everything till oh. I haven't watched this week. It was just yesterday, right? Oh, okay. So you are caught up. Oh, yeah, I'm totally caught up. Well. Oh, okay. I didn't think you were. I thought you'd only watched the one. No. Oh, I okay. I had only recorded one. Because B okay. watched them with me. B loves it so much. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> and she got through six of them with me. And then, actually, I went to bed and she kept watching. I didn't get through six. But she got through six at my house. Nice. And then she finished them at home. And I, when I knew she was starting to watch, I started seeing if they were replaying them because I hadn't been recording them. I had just been watching them on Xfinity. Oh. So I started, and I noticed that they were replaying episode one. So I'm like, oh, good. They're going to redo them during the break for Christmas or something. So I started recording, and they haven't. It's just that one. So the only one oh. I have recorded for B is episode one. But I haven't set to record any of them if they do play. Nice. Okay. Okay. I'm yeah. caught up. I've been watching. Okay. Yeah, I'm really liking season two. Yeah, me too. I'm not... There was a time, maybe the first five episodes, where I'm like, I wasn't sure if I was into this mystery as much. Mm-hmm. And I really like the couples. And, of course, they have to bring in drama with the couples, and that made me mad. Yeah, I like the coupling, too. Yeah. I want it to stay that way forever. <laughs> yes, yes. I agree. Um, I want Kevin to find a nice boy. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they do some interesting stuff. Betty has a sister who has an, kind of an interesting, somewhat surprising little arc. Oh, yeah, it's just, it's very good teen drama. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like I it said, is. melodrama. you got to watch it with the right attitude. You do, yeah. I mean, don't Knowing take it too it's seriously. It's teenage yeah. melodrama, guys. Exactly. And it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to act like teenagers sometimes. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and it's fantastic. <laughs> so... If you've been on the fence, <laughs> we both highly recommend Riverdale. We do. I'm really excited about this show, and I think it's great. Yeah, I wish I had recorded them, because I feel like watching the whole season again. I hope it comes on Netflix pretty quick. But this is a longer season, I think. I think so. That happens a lot. I mean, it happened with Buffy. Yeah. First season, nope. they just kind of try it out, have a half season. Because they kind of, it's interesting, they kind of wrapped up a big mystery. And now it's kind of like, what is going to happen now? Because I looked on Netflix, or I mean, I looked on IMDb or something, and there's like 10 more episodes. Right, yeah. Yeah, they kind of had a first half of season two mystery and that's all wrapped up and now the second half of season two just started has there been two episodes i think i think so yeah i think 
Then I, I watched the only, one, but not the second. I've only watched one of them. I haven't watched the second one. Yeah, where the the high schools combine. Yes, I saw that one. Okay, me too. Okay. So, yeah. We're okay, done early enough. I'll probably... Oh, I don't know. Sorry, 11.50. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'll watch it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so... So yeah, Riverdale. Mm-hmm. We likey. We likey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad because <laughs> I just was kind of keeping it a secret that I was watching it. <laughs> Guilty pleasure. Yeah, totally. And then I just read that. I don't know. I think I asked. We have that ongoing conversation between me, you, Cat, Matt, and B. Right. We have a, we call it our safe space. <laughs> yeah. It's been going on. It's like a three-year-old uh-huh. It's just a Facebook messenger group. Right, right. And uh, I don't know. I think I asked, I think. Yeah, how did we get to know that we were both watching? And we're like, oh, God, you're watching <laughs> Well, I think I had asked, I think the first half of, the most recent season of Walking Dead ended, and I think I asked, I was like, are any of you guys watching, you know, and I think Matt had just finished watching Mindhunter, and he was all like, Mindhunter's bench on, you know, he's like, <laughs> going off on how he just, Mindhunter's so good, he just can't watch bad TV now or something. <laughs> And I was like, okay, I'm not saying The Walking Dead's a great show. (laughs) I'm like, I'm just invested. (laughs) Just curious if anyone else is watching. And then I think I said, I think Riverdale's way better than Walking Dead. And that's when you're like, you're watching Riverdale. (laughs) What? There's a Seinfeld episode. Oh, it's Melrose Place. Terry <laughs> yeah. had been secretly watching it, and uh, they all secretly were watching it. Yeah, and Elaine's like, "We could have been talking about," and she's, "I've never watched it." <laughs> and he's like, "Yes, we could have had all these conversations." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But he didn't dare tell anyone he was watching it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that. Yep, it was kind of like that. Cause yeah, so anyway. But yeah, Sarah Blossom. She is worth watching this so far. <laughs> she's like the most of the like it's she's very it's uh she's like the gothic element. Yes. She's not a goth. It's just you know, the gothic element. <laughs> right. Oh, she's fantastic. The breezy lives in this mansion. It's it's a yeah. very gothic story when it comes to her. Yeah. And interesting stuff with her this year. I'm really yeah. excited to see where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> She's really creepy. <laughs> she, I know. <laughs> uh, she's amazing. So, okay. Yeah, it's one of those shows that I've really enjoyed. Um, almost, if you're not in the mood to watch anything new, I'll just like pick an episode and rewatch it. Oh. And just kind of fall asleep to it or something. Right. Yeah. 
I can see that. I've been doing that the last few months. Yep. It's fun show. Yeah. All right. So those are our... Those are what we've both been watching. Sugar. Oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me wanting. Yeah.